if you're in a buy and hold strategy with your investment property, there's never a bad time to get into real estate. Okay. Obviously you make money on the buy, so be smart and be strategic and make sure as we've talked about all the time that there's cash flow coming in from the property. But ultimately at the end of the day, housing market for the past 2000 years has gone up and to the right. And I see nothing stopping that considering it's a basic need to live. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everybody. We are in a real estate series with Matt Four, host of Ice Cream with Investors. And on the series, we've been talking all about real estate asset classes, the good, the bad, uh, the pros and cons. And now we're just in frequently asked questions. And I love that this is just random. At the time of this recording, uh, things might be changed as it relates to the first question because um, someone asked us, housing market too high? I think this is a common question and it's a question that comes up all the time. Um, and so I would love to hear how you think about that because I think how you answer that question is more important than a yes or no. The second one is question around finding tenants. Um, I think that can be really nerve wracking and thinking about getting into rental. It's like, I, yeah, I get this house, but who will rent from me? And the third question is, uh, do I need an LLC? And and obviously this is something that is is a good question. Yeah, so uh, I guess we'll take the first one, is the housing market too high? My uh, first response to that is compared to when? Yeah. You know, compared to yesterday, yeah, it seems high. Compared to 10 years from ago, yeah, it seems pretty high compared to 100 years from now, no, it's it seems really, really low. So if you're in a buy and hold strategy with your investment property, there's never a bad time to get into real estate. Okay. Obviously, you make money on the buy, so be smart and be strategic and make sure, as we've talked about all the time, that there's cash flow coming in from the property. But ultimately, at the end of the day, housing market for the past 2000 years has gone up and to the right. And I see nothing stopping that considering it's a basic need to live. I also get the question, I'm going to take this one step further around my, my area seems really high. Maybe you live in a high cost of living area like San Francisco or New York or Chicago or something like that. My response to that generally is there are people in your market, whether it's big, small, large, medium, or whatever that are doing deals and making money in your market. So your housing market may appear to be high. Maybe that means you need to deploy a different strategy. Maybe instead of, instead of buying off the MLS, you find wholesale properties where you can buy at a discount and add value to. Maybe you look at something called like a subject to where you assume the price of the mortgage, you assume the, the seller's mortgage payment, uh, and you basically buy it at the debt they bought it at years ago whenever they bought it. So I would encourage you, if you're in your market and you want to like living in your market and you want to do real estate in your market, network around and find how other people are doing deals because I guarantee there's people, there are people in your market that are doing deals and making money today. Yep. So finding tenants, what is the 101 in making sure that people, you get renters? Um, so I think this is where a property manager really earns their keep. And they take a commission for it, but property managers are really, really good at having the systems and the sites and the copy and the photographs. They, they understand all of that. 
That is what they do every single day. So leverage a property manager for that. If you're not going to do a property manager, there's apartments.com, there's Zillow, there's Craigslist and things like that. Just understand that when you are going out there and you're managing your own property and you're hiring tenants, you wanna be very, very cautious around setting the criteria that you're looking for, whether it be credit score, salary ranges, pets, no pets, things like that. There are a lot of protected classes out there that you cannot de deny rentals to, nor should you ethically, nor should you, to be clear, uh, because of what they look like, the, what they, what they, if they're dis disabled or things like that. Um, but how you deliver communication to qualified tenants when you've decided not to take them and take someone else is a very, very legal gray area that this is, again, why I believe in property managers, because I never want to 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 mess with the law in that situation and then let's talk about needing an llc what's the pros and cons of having an llc when investing yeah so this is the common guru get an llc and you can go invest in real estate and things like that so first of all i want to be very clear that an llc is a legal protection not a tax strategy and i'm not a cpa i'm not a lawyer i'm not telling you what to do and what not to do don't sue me and all that kind of stuff <laughs> But I, I've been down this rabbit hole before where um, I'm trying to reduce my tax liabilities and I've asked about LLCs to a number of different accounts, a number of different attorneys, and they all come back with the same answer of it doesn't matter because you're a sole proprietor and you would be the single owner in that LLC. So regardless of how you structure it, it's going to flow to you anyways. So there's no tax benefits. Now that's different if Caleb and I decided to create an LLC and form a business, there's obviously some differences there. But if you're investing in real estate by yourself, you don't need an LLC. However, from a legal compliance standpoint, there's a lot of benefits to having an LLC. And for those of you that don't know, an LLC is a third party entity, basically. It separates you from the property. So if that property ever has an issue, like a slip and fall accident or somebody tries to sue you or whatever, they can't come after you personally foreclose on your home, try to come after your equity portfolio and other assets that you may have. They can only come after what's in the LLC and ultimately it's only that property. So from a legal strategy standpoint, a lot of people like the LLC strategy. You can also do trust if that is another option to protect you legally. So there are a number of different areas there. Long-winded way of saying, if you have one property, it might not be worth it. If you have two or three, then it starts to become a conversation. And then if you have more than five properties, you want to start having those conversations with attorneys and making sure that you're set up legally to protect yourself from any any kind of accidents. If you appreciate the way that this guy communicates, go to Ice Cream with Investors, subscribe, leave a review, and listen. And we appreciate you being on either this YouTube channel or listening to the podcast. And so if you like this, subscribe to The Better Wealth Show. And we are continuing to up our game as it relates to helping you create content or come up with content so that you can live more intentionally. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.